Uh, you can take me with you. And I'm sitting here going through, you know, experiencing all these new things that I never or wouldn't have had the opportunity to do. And I'm sitting here being grateful for it because it's not something that I experience every day of my life. You know? Mm -hmm. like, well, so there's people out there that'll spend whole paychecks on Christmas. Mm. On Christmas presents. We already talked about this. If we have a family or when we have a family, it's going to be... It's going to be going to like the soup kitchen, volunteering, yeah. spending some hour, some time of giving back. And then maybe we'll give like one present of something that they need. That's an asset. But other than that, it's going to, it's not going to be this. Let's give each person equal amount of presents in their spot. 500 presents per kid. I appreciated that. I mean, like, I'm just saying I appreciated getting presents as a kid. Um, looking back at it now, like I appreciate all the effort our parents put into doing that for us because you're, I mean, they still do that for us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as a kid, I, you know, seeing kids now do it, I was probably one of those kids too that played with the kid, the gift one time or there was so much going on that I couldn't focus on the one gift that I got that actually was great, a great gift. Mm -hmm. So I missed out. You know what I mean? Like I missed out on experiencing that one present because I had 30 other presents laying out that I had to play with each one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's overwhelming. And, you know, it just... I'd rather not go into debt to buy things. Right. They say now, like, experiences are everything. So, like, going on a trip, like, I'm going to spend my money on trips instead of things. That's okay, too. But at the same time, it's still spending unnecessary money sometimes for an experience that you're maybe not ready for. If you don't have the money financially to go, you shouldn't be putting on a credit card for right. the experience. You know, you have to be able to pay that back. Like that experience still needs to get paid back. So if you don't have the money to do it, don't do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I know that's you, probably a, a tough pill to swallow, but I am saying you go to a, on a trip and you go to a five-star restaurant and you at that five star restaurant and you're just trying to find the cheapest thing on the menu that's not really living the experience mm -hmm. to me yeah you know i'd rather be sitting with the assets to pay for whatever experience experience i want to have and then go big with it yeah and then go big with it you know. yep so what's a, another societal norm Sorry. is to get out of debt before investing. Mm. Is that not what Dave Ramsey says to do? That's a Dave Ramsey principle, yep. Mm -hmm. That you should not be investing while you're still in debt. But it's like, how are you going to get out of debt if you can't take, if you don't take a little bit of risk investing in something that could pop off if you do your research enough? You know what I mean? To mm -hmm. see if it's going to grow, if it's going to get bigger. Well, my point is you take... So say instead of buying a $500 Christmas gift, you take, you buy a $20 gift mm -hmm. and you take the, the 480 that you were going to spend on the Christmas gift and invest it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I could see, I could see that. Instead of take, having a $500 a month car payment, mm. you take, you know, that $500 a month and put it in an investment account. Look, I feel like and you drive a beater car. 
I feel like people are going to start doing that, especially after this pandemic and stuff like that, because I've already seen, not saying everyone, but I've seen at least two people post that they traded in their new vehicles that they got right before the pandemic, and they just did it recently. Yeah. They traded their cars in, and so they down can eliminate a car rate. payment. Yep. Yeah, like if you're not, if you're working from, you know, 70% of people are still working from home, I think. You're, I mean, I don't know you the don't percentages. Need, you definitely don't need a you don't car need if you're it. working from home. Like, for what? <laughs> to be flashy in the driveway? Like, yeah, exactly. So I think people are starting to, like, pick up on these things now. And, I mean, the car industry better watch out because that's what's going to happen. Lower your cars and I might get me one. <laughs> but until then, skirt. Nope. <laughs> but, yeah, you're, you're, you're missing out on... Because the, the key to investing for the long term is time in the market you know and then you want to take you know some fun money and put it into things that you you know individually like like a tesla or an apple or you know so say if you use apple computers you know put a little bit of that you go to starbucks every day put some in starbucks mm -hmm. you know because you're giving back you're buying it and you're you know. buying it again <laughs> by using their products. Things that you use, you know, mm -hmm. you invest in them, you know. You know, and it, it, uh, you have ownership in what you're using, right? Mm hmm. Right? So, I think that's one mistake, uh, that people have for sure is that is, you know, if you, it's so like for me in student loans, it might take me 10 years to ever be without a student loan payment. Or longer. Or longer. So if I waited 10 years to invest in the market, you just missed out. I might lose half a million dollars. Yeah, you missed out on a bunch of opportunity to you know, be able to pay it off by when, investing. When that student loan is at 5% interest mm -hmm. or 4% interest. You know, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to double down on that student loan and not invest. Now, ideally, you know, you get really good at investing, mm -hmm. have some success with it, and take that money and pay down the student loan. But, you know, not everybody's going to have the time to put into that. But if you do, great. Mm -hmm. You know. I got another societal one. Hold on, what is it? Big weddings. Oh yeah, good. The average wedding is thirty-three thousand dollars. People. Did you look that up? Yes. Today. Today, yeah. Why? Why did I look it up? Yeah. Um, look, researching this video. Oh, we you knew we were going to talk about weddings. I knew it was one of the things people waste a bunch of money on. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about that. That's why I was like, oh, wow. We're on the same page, but just we didn't communicate it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, weddings, for sure. Um, and I think this year, weddings are going to be even bigger because a lot of people last year missed out on the opportunity, either postponed their wedding, did a shotgun wedding, like went to the courthouse because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they and have... they're going to go big. Yeah, now they're going to like... Well, the average salary in... In America, in the United States of America, is fifty thousand dollars. If the average Very, wedding is thirty-three thousand, you're. I mean, even if you put the two salaries together, it's like it's three fifths of your yearly income on one event. 
You know, that's crazy. I wanted to use the curse word. I'm like, you got me up <laughs> <laughs> to be wanting to spend $33,000 on a wedding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what people do. I mean, drive I, down to the beach, walk out there, say I do, and leave. It's free. Yeah. You know? It's just, well, I mean, I get it. Cause Go some, to the lake. Some traditions, Walk out though. There, say I do and leave. Yeah. This is like for. Most church fellowship halls are free. This is for people who don't have. Like, okay, so for example, we've been to weddings that have been sponsored. So, like, oh, the yeah. family members all come together and sponsor a part of the wedding, like someone sponsored the the um DJ. dj so if someone in the family has a dj they'll they'll give their service for free mm-hmm. and that also helps them with advertising themselves to their guests that are invited to the wedding so everybody's specialty and i love that like it gives me like i'm literally getting the chills thinking about it because i think that's the best way if you're trying to go and have like a, the best wedding the biggest wedding all-out wedding like talk to your family members, talk to your friends that will help you out and sponsor things for your wedding. Like, don't just be like, let's Google the closest DJ in this area and hope that they're great. You know, like, why don't you use your friends and family that have talents that could contribute to to your wedding yeah. for free? Or, you know what or I mean? Or at a reduced price. Or at a reduced price. Yeah. You know, whatever. Because you do want to support your family Finance, like with you know, financially, but what I'm saying is, is that utilize that the D, talents. If that DJ that's your family went to that wedding, there may be four or five other weddings that, that he gets from just if being he does at a your good wedding, job. yeah, exactly. Yeah.